0: Lock
1: Talk radio What's your sign? Do you know? Let me guess your Scorpio What's your rising? Where's your moon? are pretty cool see i'm
2: At 8 p.m. Pacific Welcome, welcome to the show It is Lamas time And I thought we would do a fabulous hour uh, Honoring the goddess and this time of the year This beautiful first harvest time So I do want to also thank everyone for last week and the fact that I had done a very short little show And um, <clears throat> I promised a good show this week We're going to do a meditation I'm also taking live callers If you'd like to have a mini-reading tonight 213-943-3395 is the number to call I want to thank everyone for listening in the archives too I continue to notice that there's more and more people listening to the show So I feel very um, grateful for that Um Right away what we're going to do is we're going to start off looking at where are the planets Well we know we had a brilliant full moon last night Brilliant uh, Full moon in Aquarius And that's the first of two full moons in uh, in August We'll be doing a blue moon show at the end of the month For sure So, um, but this... Um, Leo Aquarius has to do with leadership and, and the group that we're a part of that we either lead or that we're a member of. So it's about being a leader and it's about being a member of a group that's being led or finding your leadership role or finding your voice as a leader within a group. It's kind of a dynamic polarity um, because Aquarius has to do with friendship And uh, the groups that we associate with And Leo has to do with our ability to have our own individual personality Or to be able to take our own individual stand within that group So last night's uh, full moon And we're still in the orbit of that Because the moon is still in Aquarius tonight Last night's full moon was an opportunity for us to connect with friends And find out how we can be Um, More in charge of ourselves and others in the nicest way, obviously But that we all have something to offer I think that's the biggest part of it That we all have something to offer to groups that we belong to To friendships that we belong to And finding that is a really dynamic part of the uh, new moon that we just experienced So there's still a lot of air in the chart Because the moon is in Aquarius And um, Venus is in Gemini Mars is in Libra Jupiter is in Gemini And Saturn is in Libra So interestingly, right now during the show We have something called a grand trine In air Because the moon is in Aquarius In the high 20s of Aquarius Venus is in Gemini in the high 20s And Saturn is in Libra in the high 20s, so there's a grand trine between the Moon and Saturn and Venus tonight So we could get some serious talking, some serious love, and we ought to also be able to dig up, I would think, some serious um, energy from our unconscious That would be the Moon's part, so our ability to express our emotions in a loving way The reason that I'm using the word serious is because that's the Saturnian part But we might as well also say focus Our ability to focus on bringing the love out from our unconscious Is another way of looking at that grand trine energy So let's focus on bringing that love out of our unconscious tonight everybody And we're going to try and bring that into the meditation and into the readings Mercury is still retrograde and we know that it's going to be until next Wednesday So hang in there As it goes to a stationary uh, period, which is going to be at the beginning of next week, right now it's at 2 degrees, it's only really going down to 1 degree, it's going to stay there for a few days, and then it's going to go back out and go direct finally after what feels like a relentless and very long Mercury retrograde Hopefully everybody has been able to review what it is that they want to do in that Leo way. It's been a Mercury retrograde in Leo. So if there's some creative project, if there's something going on with your kids, if you also want to be able to, um, you know, do a public something or other, a talk or a teaching experience or something more in the art field. Um, hopefully, you've been reviewing and working on what is that thing because soon you will have your opportunity to come out. And um, the outer planets, you know, they're very slow moving, so we don't need to rehash them over and over. We have the ongoing battle between the corporate and religious. Uh, oppressive overlords and the, the plight of the individual and the individual trying to fight back and have their own say, fight back obviously peacefully, fight back with Aries because Uranus is in Aries. So the individual is going to have sudden opportunities to express themselves in the face of Pluto and Capricorn, which is a very patriarchal Very domineering kind of energy So that is The um, You know the global energy And where it is right now Again it's call in show so you can call me At 213-943-3395 Don't Hesitate the readings are going To be so amazing tonight I can tell On this Lama's time night Um, If you're looking for me you can Find me on Facebook As Dr. Craig on Twitter as astro healer and also as lahealer.com on the internet you can learn more about me and my private work so lamas <clears throat> lamas is a really amazing beautiful time it is the peak of summer because we're halfway from the the uh, summer solstice and the autumnal equinox We're halfway right now from the beginning of Cancer, which is the beginning of summer, and the beginning of Libra, which is the beginning of the fall. So we're halfway through Leo, right in the middle. This particular um, uh, PowerPoint, uh, LAMAS, it's called uh, L-A-M-M-A-S. It's really like mass. You know, the last part is Mass. We have candle moss and we even call it Christmas. It's Christma it's a. it's the Christ Mass. So it's kind of interesting because that's where that word comes from. It's the ritual or prayers or <clears throat> um alignment, attunement. And what we're doing right now is we're having a ritual for the first harvest for bounty that's about to um become bestowed on us. And um it's probably the least known of the of the four PowerPoints Because the other ones uh, are mid-autumn, which we know what that is That's Halloween And mid-spring, which is May Day And mid-winter, which is called Candlemas Which is the mass of the candles But it's also called Groundhog Day So we celebrate Groundhog Day um, as, a, um, as a ritual that we do in order to be able to determine, um, you know, how the year is going to proceed, how the winter is. Um, and what kind of work we've actually done Have we seen our shadow Or haven't we seen our shadow Will spring, will the light come early Or will it not come early But that's more about candle moss This time actually Is about the bounty and the first harvest if When we were more agricultural Right now would be a time when We would be really getting and receiving Beans, corn and squash Beans, corn and squash That was like the whole big thing Like some, you know, like goose first squashes, the summer squash, some first green beans, and some first corns, the most new corn would be coming out right now, and we felt as a people, you know, uh, olden days we're talking about here, right, that's where ceremonialism comes from, and connecting with it, you know, we're not going to have to go climb a mountain right now with our first harvest and leave it for the goddess. But we're going to do it in a meditation And I think it's a very important thing for us to be able to connect What is that pattern? What is that pattern that that the earth is showing us And that we can observe uh, right there in front of ourselves So that we can bring that inside of ourselves So that we can be more in tune and more in cycle with natural events So llamas is a time when we are thankful and grateful for the fact that we're happy and excited. There's a, there's a great film with Meryl Streep in it called Dancing at Lugnasa. And Lugnasa is another name for lamas. It's the old druidic word from, you know, the Celtic Isles, the British and Isles in Ireland where the druids were. And they called it Lugnasa because it was about their god Lu. But it had the same, um, Celebratory feeling there was dancing And there was celebration because there was a First harvest and people were Very excited about that and it was Also had a lot to do With ladies and and You know being able to connect With, with people and be able To connect with people of the opposite sex And enjoy um, You know each other's company In a festive environment so Lamas is really important Because it represents The peak of what's going to be our produ- productivity for the year. Um we 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 see that um you know uh the time is the time when we can say okay, well, I can see what this first harvest is looking like. Um that's an indication of what the full harvest is going to look like. So, very importantly, we can use this time right now if we've been working hard. And also remember, with the mercury retrograde, I'm going to push off our our harvest time during this Lamas period to not just be August the 1st, but to go all the way to August the 8th, and maybe even to August the 10th, because that's next Friday. So your first harvest period, because of that retrograde mercury, we're going to extend it a little bit longer and what happens for you this week and next week going all the way out to next Friday is some indication of what your autumn is going to be like so if you get good news about some kind of a speaking engagement or you're going to be you know or some work comes about for you or you do receive some kind of a um an invitation to love Uh, Somebody writes you an email or they ask you out on a date This is a very good week and next week to be able to say Wow, I'm going to be able to carry that energy into the fall I'm going to the switchboard Area code 413, you're on the inside connection
0: Hi, this is Gabriella.
2: Hi, Gabriella. how are you?
0: I'm good, how are you?
2: I'm good, very good tonight You want me to look at your chart for you?
0: I would love that.
2: Have I um, have I looked at your chart before?
0: I don't think so. Okay.
2: <laughs> you don't think so? Well, I will know because if you have been, your information is stored in the computer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just in the, my private computer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Tell me your birth information.
0: Uh my birthday is October 25th, 1977.
2: Okay. okay. And do you know your birth time?
0: Uh 7 I believe 7:20 p.m.
2: And what town?
0: Uh Springfield, Massachusetts.
2: Love it up there. Are you calling from Massachusetts? I am. Great. Uh, okay. Have you ever seen your chart before?
0: I have not actually.
2: <laughs> That's fine. What's the first letter of your last name? H. That's just in case I have other Gabriellas in the software. Then I don't. I can separate you guys. So twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven, at oh seven twenty oh oh p.m. and Springfield. Got it um, Astrology is all about looking at where the planets were when you were born So sometimes I say in the shows, but I'm going to say it tonight That when I say that you are, your son is in Scorpio, we know that We know you're a Scorpio, you're born on the 25th But it's something literal, Gabriella. It means that the sun was in front of Scorpio when you were born. You also have Mercury in Scorpio. That means Mercury was in front of Scorpio. But you have your moon in Aries. It means that the moon was in front of Aries. It's something literal, okay? you can't have your moon in the Big Dipper. It's physically impossible. So I just like telling people that so that if I start saying, oh, you have your Venus and Libra and you have your Mars and Cancer, that what you hear out of that is that you have a little bit of Libra in your chart or you have a little bit of Cancer in your chart. It's not to confuse you. It's more just So that you know where the planets were when you were born My job is to interpret that for you That's why you want to get a reading from an astrologer The interpretation is astrology The chart itself is actually a picture of something literal that actually happened
0: Okay Okay? Okay
2: Okay, fair enough So you have Gemini rising, it means that Gemini was rising on the eastern horizon out towards Boston when you were born And you are Scorpio with Mercury in Scorpio, very insightful, very intuitive Almost like an unusual thinker outside the box because you have Uranus connected to your Mercury Mercury is the ruler of your chart because Mercury rules Gemini, which means that you're in your head a lot but you are often, uh, you know, find that you're a very private person, you know, like, like Scorpios would be. And even though you can be funny and sarcastic and kind of snarky and perhaps even a little bit um, sharp at times... Um, You have a tendency to not really want to use your power that way Because you're here for a lot of service You're here for service to people Because the sixth house is about service And you have the Scorpio part of your chart And the ruler, Mercury and Scorpio, also in the sixth house So you're here to really help people To do something practical, to do something very, um, you know, uh, group-oriented, you're very idealistic, very high-minded, very concerned with the welfare of others, not only, I mean, you're relationship-oriented as well, but um, there's a real intense part of your personality that wants to be a helpful, um, you know, servant to other people, not in a a nasty kind of way, but really just like to be – connected to other people's needs and how you can help them now part of that comes from a maternal, strong maternal instinct that you have that you have jupiter and cancer and mars and cancer and so there's a real um, mothering part of you and in fact you would find that if you apply your maternal instinct to your work that you're going to make money from that you have jupiter and cancer in the second house Second house a house of money and Jupiter is usually A pretty good luck planet so um, Jupiter in your second House does mean that you Should be comfortable financially That you should find that money Is not particularly one of The biggest or most painful issues um, You know in your Life and that because you have A really good work ethic and you're really willing To help people the money Flows from that place of nurturing and Compassion so You're a woman and so we look at a woman's Venus a little bit more than her Mars because women are usually connected To their feminine side And um, your Venus is in Libra so you're very relationship Oriented and actually your destiny Point is in Relationships and you're probably often Attracted to some really intense Really strong willed Really um, you know You've got a mix of stuff going on In your relationship house But it includes just Strong-willed people who you might find can be manipulative or overpowering, mixed with some people who might want need to be saved. So you're like, you go after some people who are strong-willed but don't necessarily really have all their stuff together. Are you married?
0: Uh, not yet. <laughs> not
2: yet. Are you are you with someone seriously?
0: Um, yes, and it is actually uh, unfolding into. Three
2: d <laughs> into three d <3D? laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's been we've been emailing and stuff, so it's it's coming into the um concrete oh, in it's last good. stages <laughs> that's
1: yeah, good.
0: that's
2: good, um, yeah, you have you know you have Neptune in the seventh house, and it can sometimes make dating. And relationships for you a little bit cloudy Because there's a lot of fantasy stuff That you have to break through In order to be able to find someone that's spiritual So somebody that's spiritual Might really reflect this relationship lesson In a positive way But often, you know, we're not that evolved To be able to, like, see that right away So, you know, you're at an age Where it's probably more easy for you to do that um as opposed to when you were like say 10 years younger um that it's more clear who needs to be saved and how you don't really want to be involved in that kind of you know relationship so things have been let's say like for the last Two years, a little rough, because Saturn's been in Libra, so it's been in your fifth house. And there's probably been some loneliness and a desire for love and maybe even some misunderstandings in relationships or a relationship that might have ended. And Saturn is going to go into the sixth house, and it's going to bring a focus, actually, to your work. With so much Scorpio, I would hope you're doing something intuitive for a job.
0: Yes. Actually, I do intuitive readings myself, too. Okay.
2: Okay yeah that's people, great yeah. so um the um you're gonna find that um, that you could open up your your audience somewhat, I think you could open up your audience to college age people or foreigners. These are the types of groups that come to mind because Saturn is the ruler of your ninth house and the ninth rules. Let's go spiritual community in general If you become more involved in metaphysical and spiritual community You're going to attract more clients But there's just in general, the next two year period for you Really represents a focus, a strong focus on work I know you say you're, you're approaching a relationship also But that's going to take time to get off the ground And what's going to really begin I'm sure you already feel it happening Is that um, by... Seven October Saturn's going to conjunct your Sun and um, are you thinking of moving or relocating
0: yeah I, I'm definitely feeling that I'm feeling there's something going to be happening I don't know the details yet but
2: yeah the details are that it's going to be um, you're just needing to put a focus on where you live now's not a time for you to go and find something more expansive or expensive for that matter Now's the time for you to really recognize what it is that you basically need as a core place to live so that it feels spiritually safe, so that you can feel like, you know, the queen of the castle because you have Leo in the fourth house. And then from there that you can, um, you know, expand your work. So interestingly, the, the full moon last night was right on your midheaven and your IC and it's bringing a lot of energy to what i was talking about at the beginning of the show you as a leader in the group of people that you associate with and that you service it's your ability to feel a part of the group but your ability to lead and what your special um contribution can be to that group but the being on the on the the fourth and tenth house almost exactly it was a 10 degree full moon and your um Midheaven is at 9 degrees It just brings a lot of energy To home life and career Both like a really The most public and the most private And it does not have to do With relationship it has to do With something else about your needs For a home and your Needs for kind of like a breakout In business Um, And that's your reading for Tonight hon.
0: Okay thank you you so much
2: Specific questions
0: um, no, I, I think, I think you pretty much answered it. I mean, I was Grace. just wondering about the, the relationship, um, because this has been like ongoing for five years now and finally coming into, cause that is the home, you know, uh, feeling. Grace.
2: So it's been ongoing for five years now, but ongoing yeah. in what way?
0: In, um, you know, um, coming together and, and growing separately and then coming together and, and now is the point where it's, um, really in the final stages of coming together.
2: So you've been spending more time together?
0: Yeah, and this is um our work is so interconnected too. So we, uh, you know, co-create not only um with one another in relationship but also in our service. They're both. Yeah, inter- well that's
2: connected. really good. I mean, that's a really good thing. Um I think that like I said for right now, you're going to be going Maybe strangely for you Focused a lot on your career And what it is that you're doing at work Because Saturn's going to Conjunct very soon your Mercury Which is your ruler and you're going to buckle down And teach or write Or do something where you're going to be Really communicating more your ideas You know it's interesting Because I saw something about You doing something With someone and that might be This love interest but um, but I still feel like it's about an independent thing for you right now. You have your moon in Aries, so that's always going to keep you as a very independent person. Even though your Venus is in uh, Libra, uh, you still, you know, really need space for your own personal vision. And um right. would be difficult for you to lose that individuality.
0: Right. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So the relationship I see it's still unfolding over even more time. Okay. All right.
0: Okay, well, thank you, you so really much. Have a
2: really good night, and thanks for calling you into too. the thanks show.
0: You
2: too, so much. So, um, Lamas, I want to get back to Lamas, and I want to talk a little bit more about. Um, the uh, the high energy that we have right now, this is like a peak energy. If anybody's been out in the sun lately, even to just walk in it, and I don't really recommend being in it for long because with all of the solar storms and the the um, you know the increasing electromagnetic radiation that's coming from the sun, because we're getting ready for the solar peak next year, um, it, the sun feels. So intense to me I can hardly go out and just walk down the sidewalk To go to the grocery store And I'm like, whoa, it feels like it's just Penetrating And um, the air in L.A. has been kind of cool um, For the last few weeks Oddly, we've been having a kind of cool summer and um, But the sun does not feel that way at all So right now we have this massive amount of solar energy And that energy is a representation of the energy that's available for us to harness and bring from ourselves a first harvest for this year. Not only the first harvest that's coming from the ground around us, but a first harvest from ourselves. So what is it that you want to, you know, bring out of you? That's something that we're going to think about and we're going to also bring into the meditation so back to the switchboard. Area code 207, you're on the inside connection. Hi. Hi. Thanks
3: for taking my call.
2: No, no problem. <laughs> Who is this?
3: This is Dorothy in Maine. Hi, Dorothy. Hi.
2: Have I ever read for you before?
3: I don't think so. Okay,
2: I, that's fine. You don't
3: look familiar anyway.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I saw your picture, so no, I don't, I'm sure no, you haven't. No, that's
2: fine. So, um... Tell me the first initial of your last name. L. L. And your birth date, Dorothy.
3: My birth date is March twenty second, nineteen forty eight, twelve twenty five a.m. Portland, Maine.
2: Twelve twenty five. A.m. A.m.
3: In Portland, Maine. In Portland. Are you still in Portland? No, I'm not. I live about three hours up from Portland. My father moved moved us, moved my mother and myself up here when I was three months old.
2: So, are you closer to um,
3: Bangor? Arcadia? West, Acadia, uh, yes, Acadia. Exactly. i
2: oh, only I've about an there. hour from it. I've been there. It's so beautiful. Ah, so gorgeous. beautiful.
3: Acadia is beautiful, yes.
2: Absolutely. Stunning, beautiful land. Wow, Dorothy, you have a lot of planets in Leo,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and you're in Aries, and you have Sagittarius rising with Jupiter in Sagittarius in the first house. You are a fiery gal.
1: <laughs> wow, you really
2: are, and that's good. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. you 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 definitely. I mean, you've got great sensitivity, Dorothy. You have Mercury in Pisces, so with all yeah. that fire. There's still, you don't like stepping on people's toes. It makes you feel bad if you do it, even though, mm-hmm. you know, you're so good at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you have Venus and Taurus, which yes. does give you a more earthy, more grounded. Did you have children? Did you have a daughter?
3: Um, I couldn't have children with my ex, but my ex and I raised a brother and a sister who are grandchildren and friends of ours for about five years, but that's huh. a- Closest yeah, I ever that's came to terrific, children.
2: because you have Venus in the fifth, and normally it represents, you know, a special connection to a female child.
3: We don't, we unfortunately don't have a good connection. When she, when she, um, when she left, it's hard, I lost my, I felt like I lost my daughter. Uh-huh. And the 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 thing was that it was an unfortunate situation that she got taken away from me from my okay. and myself. And it was very unfortunate and um it was and I think part of the part of what everything that was going on with her was that she needed something from me that I couldn't give because I was wounded myself. Right. And I couldn't help her the way she really needed and it's unfortunate but she she decided she didn't want anything to do with me And I know she wants something to do with my ex and I can understand why she doesn't
2: Right, that's fine I, How about she, though that you actually do have a special Relationship with her
3: I wish you know It would be nice you if we could what again I'm
2: saying, like, Your connection to her Is still special for you in this life Regardless if you Feel that there's a loss or a separation And what's very interesting In your chart is that you have all that Leo in the 8th house and um it, it actually does afflict that venus in the fifth so the eighth house is about loss and the the lessons of learning to let go and while it's very difficult when you're talking about someone that you love there's always an um, opportunity for you to love this person still
3: yeah i suppose there is i just there always I just, is i went so, through so much feeling guilty for years
2: yeah. About
3: what happened and then I realized that I that I didn't need to feel guilty because 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 of the way her life has turned out because she made a lot of her own choices and out of out of the complement of people that lived under the same roof, the one person that's tried the hardest to get the act together has been me, so I stopped feeling guilty because I couldn't help her.
2: Yeah, that's good. You don't have to feel guilty. What you have no, to do is but let I, go I did. What you I have to do is let was... go. So it's right. been hard, and you've had some really hard times because Leo has been actually getting has gotten some really difficult energy. So, mm. are you planning on moving suddenly? <laughs> <Are> you really <laughs> because you have Uranus next year going into the fourth house, and there's a possibility I'm that hoping, you'll relocate quite suddenly.
3: Oh God, I'm hoping that I'm still going to be able to salvage staying in my house. But what I'm hoping is that. Um, and I don't know when this would be, but it's been predicted for me that I will that I will be going to Ireland.
1: Uh huh.
3: I would like to go to Scotland as well at one time because there is there is someone that I don't know what he's doing right now. I'm giving him some space, but I've been sending him some energy. Okay. To help him out because somebody told me that he was my twin flame and that we weren't supposed to be apart like this, and that he was basically he's scared shitless.
2: Yeah, well, that's difficult when you're like looking at somebody that's really not available like that. So I would be careful about projecting again too much fantasy into that. And
3: I don't know. I don't have a fantasy. I just uh, there, there there's always been there was a connection there right from the beginning, and something because he I wrote it. I I well I actually I shared some of the things that I've written because I do write, and I wrote a poem that dealt with basically it was talking about past life and and love you know when you when you you've been called it's like um being called from the past yeah. into to the present i guess you could say because it was like out of the midst of time you call me and all this time i'm looking for you but where are you and and the and it was the idea that um you know we've had so many lifetimes together you know i don't know which one this is but you know i don't i let's not you know, let's make this one work, so because I don't want to lose you again or something like that. And he said, we must have known each other before.
2: Right. So why is he so scared?
3: Because he's been hurt. I think that's uh-huh. what I was told. That he's, you know, because I can't really tell the know, He when he he found the right person. And it scares him because he's been hurt before, and then suddenly yeah. it's like... Well, you know, you
2: have very good relationship transit for next year because Jupiter is going to go into your seventh house. So if you are planning on making the trip and Jupiter rules travel, then uh, you should probably plan for it sometime even in the spring. Um, so somebody,
3: The person that predicted that for me said that he would, he would come over here in the next, like, eight or nine months.
2: Right, the spring.
3: In the spring, and eventually I would go over there. I know somebody, that, another blog talk psychic that I've co hosted with, said once that I was going over there sooner than I thought. It's like, I can't even fly anymore. I'm petrified.
2: Yeah, I mean, next year, Neptune is going to conjunct your, your Mercury, and you're going to have some very powerful um, visions of, you know, like your life, other people's lives. You're going to become entirely more sensitive. And you're sensitive already, but when yes, Neptune I am conjuncts a your Mercury, a when when Neptune conjuncts your Mercury, also again in the spring of 2013, you're going to become more sensitive to, um, you know, subtle influences, psychic input, all kinds of things that are going to. Your dreams are going to become more powerful. Um, Holy wow! Yeah, that's next year. You, you, I think you can handle it, because you're at an age where it's something I think you can accept about yourself, that you're intuitive already. Um, yeah,
3: I, I'm a clairvoyant and clairaudient and a bunch of other things.
2: Well, it's going to boot up, I can tell you that, because Neptune's going to conjunct Holy. your Mercury, and you're going to become wow. even more of that.
3: Yeah, I to, Because as I go along, because I was... Um, you know, I'm naturally born this way, but I shut off when I was real little and didn't know about myself till my fo- until somewhere around 95 or something. Uh-huh. When things started to come out for me, I I attributed it to the There's a passage in the Bible that says, "Your young men shall see visions, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, and I didn't, so I didn't think much about it because I didn't know that the fam that this ran in my family on both sides. Right. And then it it, it started to come out and just, and you know, as so things go along, somebody once wise me up to the fact I was an indigo. And recently, I somebody read for me, and they were they were talking to me about being very enlightened. And then she tipped her hat to me as a fellow ascended master and thought I knew when I'm going what, <laughs> because I thought ascended masters were all on the other side. I didn't realize that some of us are still living.
1: Huh. Right. You know,
3: that, that just sort of I mean, blew my I mean, you know,
2: mind. you're just, you're very insightful, very intuitive, very capable of, you know, like really being able to express the insights that you have with a lot of love and humor You're very right. forgiving, you know And at the same time, you're very dynamic, you're an Aries, so you're not going to ever back down, really You're always willing to defend yourself, and you're a real a real go-getter You know, that's... Mm. Things have been uh, things have been hard though because you've got all those planets in Leo and when Neptune was in Aquarius that was very hard. Those were very hard years for you.
3: I have. Very hard. Had, yeah, most of my, most of my life has been hard. I had yes. eleven years of God only knows what you'd want to call it for a marriage, but it was very far from ideal.
1: Right Childhood
3: crap And now I'm fighting to Make sure I can still Stay in my house And not have it taken away And have to move And it's You know There's been There's been one thing After another Right And then a friend of mine I just found out That one of my best friends Died in The beginning of July And I didn't know
2: Well Sorry to hear that too And
3: and that 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 freaked me out Because they say Things come in threes And it wasn't It was just a few days ago That for some reason Because words come out Of my mouth and I mentioned my ex-fiancee, and just for grins and chuckles, whatever, I Googled him because, I, you know, he's, he used to make the papers all the time down in Boston. He died in January. Wow. <laughs> you know, not that that was, you know, that was just kind of a, he would like I say, he was an ex fiance but it was just yeah, kind of and weird.
2: Yeah, no I wouldn't worry about, I wouldn't worry about anything personal or
3: no, I'm just hoping there's not a third death that I have to know about. Right, that's somebody. what I'm
2: saying. I wouldn't worry yeah. about that.
3: No, it's because they always say things come in threes, and I don't, you know, I think the world, well, it I you think know, you're all right, Dorothy. That. <laughs> that's good. Listen,
2: so. definitely pay attention to holding on to that house if you want to, but one of the things yes, you're going to have to do is to. make a change there. Because yeah, Uranus I do is going into your fourth house, so. You have a few months in order to be able to prepare for that transit, but um, you get your house in order.
3: Right, because I want to save it. Definitely. This is an inheritance for me from my paternal grandfather, and it, it means a lot oh. to me.
2: Work hard, then. You're just going to yeah. have to make some changes. Whatever those changes are, open yourself up to them, okay? I
3: have I have been making changes. Good. I've had no, I've had to, the house, I'm glad around I did.
2: surrounding the house and its affordability or how to keep it, okay? Right. All right, Dorothy, you have a good night.
3: You too, and thank you.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> Lovely caller there from Massachusetts. From Maine, I'm sorry, Dorothy. Um, Tonight on the Inside Connection So I want to remind everyone It's a call-in show If you want to do a reading with me Then it's 213-943-3395 Let's jump right in and do that meditation Anybody and everybody that's listening right now If you're sitting somewhere comfortable Sit somewhere comfortable And get somewhere comfortable And get your butt there on the seat And make sure that it's comfortable And your feet flat on the floor It's Lamas So let's enjoy the bounty, feel the music, see people whirling and twirling around us, and we're clapping our hands, and we're enjoying ourselves, and there's tents and lights and lanterns and candles and dancing and music and fires,
1: and everyone is
2: celebrating because it's been already such a bountiful year. We're so grateful and thankful for everything that it is that we've received And if we get up from where we are, you understand in the meditative space, not really where you are, but stay seated. And if you can visualize yourself getting up from where you are in that festive environment and walking away from there and into a quiet part of the woods and with you, you've brought some of what it is that you have to offer, some of what it is that you've been working on harvesting this year. Remember in the old days it was... Corn and beans and squash And today it could be Some part of your hard work It could be some part of something That you've developed or Something that you've been working on This year that means something to you And you want to go and share it And you walk into the woods And you walk through and there's Lovely moonlight and it's easy to see And you walk up the hill And up the hill and through And across some you know Dry creek bed because it's the middle of August, so everything's warm and dry it's that hot, dry season, and we get to the top and there's a little bit of a clearing and in the clearing there's a rock slab right there on the ground it's just one of those flat rocks that's poking up that grass hasn't been able to grow on and um we uh we sit down by that rock, and what we do is we take out of our um you know carrying. Um, Sling, the thing that we've been carrying What we have to offer We take it out and we place it on the slab And if you don't quite see exactly what it is Then just energetically put it out there on the slab And allow it to take form It's something that you're offering Because it's a part of what it is that you've harvested In your life right now From the bounty and the gratitude that God and the Goddess have bestowed upon you this year, this year of 2012 and you sit there and you breathe a little bit and you breathe in through the top of your head and you breathe out through your mouth, you breathe in energy, you understand we do our meditation Nice big breath in through the top of your head and out through your mouth And feel yourself become very connected to the ground on the top of this hill With this grassy knoll and this slab kind of embedded right into the grass And what it is that you've offered And you look down at it and take just a few seconds and allow it to take form Allow what it is that you've laid there upon the ground to take form What is it that you've put there? Ask yourself. See it. Have it become more clear. You are on the brink of growing that thing, expanding that thing, having that thing come to more and more and more fruition. That thing, whatever it is, if it's a person or an object or a project or something that you've been working on, a relationship, you know, when we say a person, that thing that's grown over the course of this year, you can be grateful for where it is now and you give gratitude and internally say thank you, thank you. And allow yourself to see that thing and lift it up energetically, lift it up above you and lift it up into the sky so that it can have the light above you shining down on it. It's beautiful full moon time at Lamas. Amazing, great energy that we have going on right now for us to connect with. And allow all of that to move through you. Allow all of that to move through you and breathe in and breathe out. Perfect, excellent we're going to leave that thing as part of an offering. So we can't necessarily leave a relationship, but we can leave an image of that relationship. If it's a relationship, see the relationship with you smiling and leave behind that smile. That smile will bring more smiles to that relationship as we begin to harvest them through the autumn. And if it's new clients and it's new people that you've been meeting or it's a new contact, allow yourself to put your trust and your faith there as well because that's part of also what has grown. And allow it to become grounded. Grounded. And then when you feel comfortable I want you to stand and leave the knoll And go back down the hill And back down to where the festival is going on Because everyone is stirring up the energy Because there's such enthusiasm and excitement About what it is that we've been working on And the beauty that we've been finding this year That's great So I do have somebody actually That's contacting me in the chat room And I want everyone to kind of come back here to the show It's great Little Lamas ritual there And um, yes If a person in the chat room would like to provide Their birth information and the question That they want me to answer Then I'll be happy to take a look at that um, Lamas is a celebration Because it's a time when life is easy Right It's a time when life is more easy When we have um, Days that are long And warmth from the sun and there's less of a struggle right now i mean i was looking at an article the other day that said um you know why does nothing get done in august and is that okay (laughs) and um you know one of the reasons is because if we've put enough energy in in the beginning of the year then by august there is a certain amount of autopilot There's a certain amount of, you know, autopilot that's going on, Um, and so some of the energy can carry us over into the fall where we have an opportunity to then put in more energy so that we can wrap up the year in a positive way. So you put energy in in the fall because that's when you have maximum harvest and you're going to, um, you know... um, uh put the energy in because uh you know you're going to be wanting to get as much out of it before we go into the into the uh into the winter um, sorry thank you good um so uh the um this time of the year is is say when we're getting to the very top of the roller coaster, you know, and so there's a certain amount of we're about to coast and we're about to really bring our energy and and gravity is just literally going to take us and pull us forward. That's what's partly so exciting about um this uh this time. And, um, got it Um, yeah now, Anyway, I don't have your birth information in the private chat room So if you can send it in the regular chat, that's great Because I don't see it, I don't see the question or the uh, the other information Um Your birth information In that private chat box I clicked on it And it's not there Um So Um The um The feeling right now Is that What is it that you really want to do For the remainder of this year You've got a lot of really good Um You know Opportunities And um you know what is it that you would really like to be able to do? Um, uh, just tell me what your yeah birthday is. <laughs> birthday. I see 1973, but birthday the date. I don't know if it's 12 8 or if it's 1 28. Um so um what is it that you want to do for the rest of the year? What is it that you're intending to harvest? And um the um the the energy there is what it is that you should be focusing on now. If you want to bring it in, you want to be able to focus on it. You want to be able to bring it in now. You want to be able to reap something fascinating, right? The energy is right there before you. You just see it. You've been contacted by someone already. It's already something that's in the works. Yes, Mercury is retrograde, but you know what it is, and you know exactly what it is that you want. So make it happen. Promote yourself. Promote your agenda in that positive way, what it is that you want to see happen. So I do have somebody in the chat room, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to put their information it's one twenty eight got it and um got it oh eleven fourteen a okay great we'll we'll definitely have time to answer this question. the question coming from the chat room is you know uh about finding work and the um and just give me one second to put in the birth um the birth information nineteen and the time is eleven fourteen a m and Amsterdam Netherlands, okay. So the question is about binding work and, you know, uh, the, the interview process and is it going to come to pass? Um, today is the second. Uh, you don't really hear about it indefinitely until next week. Uh, you don't really hear about it until next week. Mars is conjunct Uranus. Um The There's some interesting I think fairly good news There's something that's standing in the way though, between Around the 9th But it, then it seems like if it's going to happen You're going to find out within about 10 days From now Which pushes you out more towards the 12th Where you have Mars conjunct Uranus So uh, if you don't hear right away You will hear Before the 15th So don't be discouraged if you don't hear uh Right away Because it seems like There's like You feel aggravated A little aggravated With the process And that's how it looks For your For your reading uh, Chat room caller um, So um, What I want to do Is um, Is I want to be able To do a closing With This energy Lamas energy Maximum energy Putting out something Creating the first harvest out of the maximum energy Remember the sun is going to start to wane now And it's going to go um, More deeply inside We're going to be going into the dark time Today, physiologically, interestingly Lamas is about when you notice That it's gotten darker earlier Just like at Candlemas At Groundhog Day You notice that it's getting lighter for longer today you notice that it's lighter for less and that it says and that it's that sense of like, oh, it's dark already. Um and yes, that's a part of the energy that we're going into. But as the sun uh you know becomes a less intense the 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 seeds that we had planted in the spring that we had nurtured over the winter and then planted in the spring are collecting a tremendous amount of energy. So the growth cycle that's possible for us right now is exponential compared to the way that the sun is starting to lose its energy because the growth for us as individuals is slightly behind the sun. Um, certain things are really... You know, like fruit trees and nut trees and things like that, that flowered in the spring. They're in their maximum time, you know, right now. They're putting a tremendous amount of energy into those things that they're going to store that energy with. So what you want to do is you want to collect that energy and begin to realize that you're going to be harvesting it soon. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and tonight I'm going to be leaving you with Eddie Vedder and the big hard son. Have a great night. Talk to you next Thursday.
4: Tower, so I could worship from above, when I climbed down to be set free, she took me in again, as a bee a beehive. Back of me once I dug in her grave to find a better land, she just smiled and laughed at me and took her blues back again. And she just opened up her hand